hello, welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Tuesday, which means our dear friend, Delena Dixon, Miss D, joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am, and Happy New Year 2022, <laughs> Rob. I can't believe Happy it. Happy New it's Year. It's amazing. I'm determined it's going to be a good one for all of us. You know what? I said in my book, The Forward Answer, I said, don't strive to be happy, choose to be happy. And I've chose today that we are going to have a great 2022. That's it. There's no other option. We've chosen it. Mr. I love that's that. It. We're not going to strive I'm with you. to have a good year. We have chosen to have a good year. And that's the end of that. Did you watch The Bachelor last night? Ooh, of course. That hot, <laughs> hunky guy. Mm, yummy, yummy. Oh, do you know what I thought? Maybe I'm the only one thinking this. Does the new host... And the new Bachelor look like the same person. They're very similar. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> well, you know, when you have two hot guys, players, I mean, what's wrong with I that? Know. It's double the fun, I say. They could be twins or at least brothers. <laughs> the two of them look like they got exactly the same type. And also, too, what was wrong with that Sally at the beginning of the show? So Sally went on a dating show, but nobody told her it was a dating show because when she got there, she decided she didn't really want to date, but she wanted to be on the show. What was that about? You know, it's so hard when it comes to reality dating shows. I mean, is it really about finding love no. or is it just about getting your 15 minutes? Yes. So I think that's where Sally's head was at. Mm. I know, she must have worked with the producers too because for people that didn't watch The Bachelor, normally uh, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, meets all the people arrive in the limo. However, before the limo even arrived, Clayton, that's his name, very handsome, mm -hmm. Sally knocked on his door at the hotel and had to have a little chat with him and decided that the show wasn't for her even though it hadn't started. And then she went home. She didn't know his room he was staying in, so producers helped it out. It was a very strange beginning, but I think I'm into it. Every year I say... I'm I'm not going to watch Misty, and here I am two hours later. I love it. I love it. It was the most shocking Bachelor yes, Open in history. Every single time. <laughs> Although maybe this time they were right. Hey, let's get on to our show. See, see if we've got a few shocking surprises for you too. What time is it, my friends? It is tea, tea time. time. Thank you, Misty. I did the show solo yesterday. And when we do all our Ooh. audience participation, <laughs> I feel so stupid just saying it by myself. But I know the naughties are singing along wherever you are. Top story of the show. It's an exclusive. So Prince Harry and Meghan are moving again to be closer to the action in L.A. So the Daily Mirror reported that Harry and Meghan were selling their Montecito home. I know why. I hit the phones and my sources are saying they want to be closer to all the young celebrities in Hollywood and all the action in L.A. Montecito is a very sleepy town where stars go to hide from the spotlight. So if you think about it, Oprah's there, Ellen's there, Rob Lowe is there. It's a very, very fancy neighbourhood, but it's not really where the clubs or the restaurants are. It's so fancy that it's all massive, massive homes with large gardens. You can't even see the houses from the road because it is so private. Now these two, they're a relatively young couple and they want to be more part of the scene. Sources go on to say that they feel like they are stuck back at Frogmore Cottage. That's where they lived in London, or actually I should say on the Queen's estate at Windsor Castle. Meghan and Harry would have much rather 
been living in central London than in the suburbs, basically. Don't get me wrong, Windsor Castle's lovely. But if you think about it, it's sort of not really London. My friends that live in London would consider Windsor 20, 30 minutes away, a little bit like the suburbs. So they're young people, they want to be part of the scene. Lots of Hollywood celebrities go to cool restaurants and cool bars. They can't really do that and live in Montecito. Does that make sense, Misty? What do you think? Well, Montecito, first of all, is gorgeous. gorgeous. It's very posh and it's very exclusive. Mm. And you're right. It's just all these huge houses. <laughs> it's like, where is the bagel shop around here? Obviously, you know, these two have a deal with Netflix. The action is happening in L.A. We're talking mm. Hollywood. We're talking Beverly Hills. That's where all the cool bars mm. and restaurants are. So it makes sense that they would move closer so they could be, like you said, closer to the action. Hey, I'm in a gorgeous house here in Georgia, but I can't <laughs> wait to get back to New York City because that's where the action is at, baby. <laughs> I live in Chelsea, right in the heart of the action. I love my, my little neighborhood. I can walk out. Out. There's Bottinos, there's there's the Mermaid Inn, there's there's Don Giovanni's Pizza, like there's everything is literally a few steps away. I get it, Megan has always lived in a city. She's a city girl. Even when she was up in Canada, she was in Toronto, she liked the city life. You're either, I think, a city person or a country person, maybe a suburb person that 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 rolls into. And I'm not making judgments about it. Know who you are. My brother Douglas loves the country. He lives in the middle of a field with his wife and like four sheep and 12 cows and a couple of horses. <laughs> and he loves it. I would be going nuts, Miss D. I like city life. I'm a city mouse. What are you, Miss D? I like a combination of both. I'm, I do love coming here. I'm in I'm pretty much in the country here in Georgia, and it's nice and it's quiet and you can be with your thoughts. But after about <laughs> two, three weeks, <laughs> I am definitely ready to get back to the city. I love theater. As you know, my mom got me tickets to Hamilton, Hamilton! for Christmas, so I can't wait to get back to Broadway. If I had to choose one, I would say that I am a suburban girl with a cosmopolitan twist. Mm, I'd say you're a city girl. You are a New York City girl. If you ask me, hey, but what we really care about on this show is what you think, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are moving again to be closer to the action in L.A., are you surprised? This isn't judgy here. I'm not saying anything bad here about Harry or Meghan or even anything good. But they are thinking of moving where the action is. Are you surprised? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Miss Dear, what are you working on all right, Rob, we're going to have to pull out our magnifying glasses for this one. So so did Kim Kardashian Photoshop a photo of Chicago in true? Okay, now we're only a few days to 2022, but we already have our first Kardashian controversy. <laughs> so Kim posted a photo of two of the Kardashian baby girls. There's Chicago, her daughter, mm -hmm. and True, which is Chloe's daughter. And she posted with the caption, lots of love. They were at Disney. Right. Now, most of us would think this is an adorable photo, but people are wondering if the picture has been photoshopped. Mm. So one person said, why is True cropped in? She looks like she was cropped into the photo. And now this is where it gets really weird. Many fans are saying that it's not even True's body. It's her head that's been superimposed on Stormy, 
which is Kylie Jenner's daughter's body. Mm. <laughs> now, the fans may have a good reason for thinking this could be true. You know, Kim has admitted that she has photoshopped photos in the yeah, past yeah, yeah. Um, and was specifically talking about the Kardashian West Christmas card of 2019. Now, her oldest baby girl, North, did not want to be in the photo when they took it. So a day or two later, Kim asked the photographer to take a picture of North, which she then photoshopped in because it's a Christmas yes. card. The whole family's got to be in there. So, Rob, what's going oh, on here? Oh, gosh. Well, I think they have no credibility when it comes to photographs and what's real and what isn't because we know over the years those Kardashians do like to look a certain way. I'm putting that as delicately as I possibly can but is it right to photoshop babies i think true is just three years old and chicago i think is the same age just three years old kim i don't know about this i think at this point we've all become so accustomed so used to kim photoshopping or at least filtering herself let's be honest here that we're sort of like whatever but when it comes to children i mean big picture here the reason everybody is so upset is it just sends such a bad message doesn't it because it's unrealistic and so now not only can we not look as good as you kim or, or as desirable as you think we should but now our children don't look as good either i I think this is actually quite dangerous. I know this is a, a silly gossip show, and there is something about cropping somebody into a photo, a Christmas card, if they can't make it. Or then again, if they don't want to be on your Christmas card, maybe they shouldn't be in it. I think the joy of looking back at old Christmas cards is seeing that one naughty child, it was normally me, Misty, fighting <laughs> or sitting on Santa's lap crying. Kim, everything doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, your imperfections is what makes you perfect. Learn it. <laughs> we took so many photos at Christmas of my sister and her kids, and I don't think there's one where you know, my nephews, who are four and six, are looking at the camera and smiling. You got it. But that's the beauty, that's like you said, looking back, and that's the they'll, they'll giggle about it when they're yeah, older. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Oh, Kim, moving along. So Kate Middleton's friends are saying that she never actually wanted to be famous and would have been happy with just a house in the country. So this is the opposite of the Meghan Markle story. Meghan Markle is a city girl. Kate basically is a country girl. There's no judgments here. And this is one of the reasons these two will never be best friends. They're just so different. So a friend of Kate's is claiming that she never wanted to be famous. And really, when it came to being a member of the royal family, she simply would have just liked a nice house in the country, which, let's be clear, she got. It's called Amber Hall, and it's very, very fancy. So she got the house. The said the following quote all Catherine that's what her friends call her Catherine all Catherine ever wanted was a house in the country loads of kids a dog and an AGA I had to look that up it's a fancy stove that's worth about $20,000 they went on to say she wasn't interested in having a big job or being famous family life is incredibly important to her and motherhood has been the making of her so I think we've seen this with Kate Misty She's not a natural show pony. She doesn't actually enjoy giving speeches. She looks marvelous, there's no doubt about that. But let's be real. Girlfriend started dating a prince, yeah, okay? Yeah. A prince who was on his way to becoming king of England. <laughs> so she knew what she was signing up for. And I'm so happy, yes, she has proven that motherhood is one of the most important parts of her life. She has three beautiful children. And so 
I think she knew what she was getting into. I, and like you said, she does have a house in the country. And, and I got a feeling she got that stove, too. <laughs> I guess she got the stove, she got the house, she got the prince, she got the children. I think she got it all. But once again, it's going back to how we started the show. Who are you? Are you a country mouse? Are you a city mouse? And I think the queen, too, this surprises people. The queen would rather be in the country with her horses than be in Buckingham Palace ruling the country. So I'm not so happy when I'm trying to be someone I'm not. And we all have to do that in life. We're in positions, situations, maybe even jobs where sometimes we have to put on a little bit of a show or or change who we are. Suck it up. I'm not telling you not to do that. But most of your life, I hope you find your natural level of comfort and live a life that matches that because that will lead to happiness. What's going on with Halle Berry, Miss D? Ooh, well, Halle Berry and her boyfriend Van Hunt, they sparked rumors Mm -mm. that they had wed over New Year's weekend when she posted a photo of the couple kissing at a chapel Mm -mm. during their tropical holiday (laughs) getaway. And then she wrote, well, it's official. (laughs) So you could see why people thought that she... uh, she got a ring on it. So Naomi Campbell, Octavia Spencer, Taraji B. Henson, and Dwayne Johnson all left notes congratulating Hallie on what would be her fourth marriage. Oh. But we can tell you here that it was a false alarm. Mm. Uh, she basically returned to Instagram to confirm that their so-called wedding announcement was just a joke that didn't really land. So she said, we're just <laughs> having some New Year's Day fun. Thank you for all the will wishes, though. It really touched our hearts. I don't know about this, Rob. You post a picture at a chapel. What are you thinking? I think it's, they knew what they were doing. Hallie has been in the business a long time. Don't feel bad for her. I think she wanted a little attention. We all do. There's nothing bad about it. And so she wanted a little attention. What's shocking is that not only did we fall for it, big stars did too. Naomi Campbell, Taraji P. Henson, The Rock all congratulated her. Now she's going to call all her friends and say, you know what, I didn't actually get married. When you put a picture up in a chapel and write the following, it's official. Come on, Miss D. Come on. She knows what she's doing. You should be our naughtiest Mm -hmm. of the day, although we've got an even better one coming up later in the show. Quickly, before we go to break, The Bachelorette, Michelle Young, I like her, and her fiancé, Nate, was spotted out with her ex, Joe. So Michelle proved that you can be friendly with some of your exes from the show. She took to Instagram stories and posted a candid shot of her and Nate hanging out with her ex, Joe Coleman. I liked Joe. So the trio appear to be in good spirits. Big smiles are being flashed around. Now, it's not surprising that she knows Joe because they're both from Minneapolis, a relatively small town, so they knew each other from the town. Nate added, Joe is a good friend. You make friends on the show, and it's an interesting environment with ex-boyfriends, Miss D. Could you be around an ex and your new fiancé? That one's a little tough. (laughs) I've been around exes in the past, um, but never when I'm in a relationship. Mm. That's usually when I'm not speaking with them. (laughs) But I also did not meet my ex or my boyfriend on a reality a show and talk about, you know, we want a little attention, no better way than to hang out with your new fiance oh, and your ex. I, That'll be some pictures worth talking about. And you, they, and you notice they did it just when The Bachelor returned. They want a little attention. Hey, we're going to take a little break because we don't need any more attention. And we will be right back. 
Welcome back to the Naughty But I Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Misty. Hey, Misty, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Da, da. Thank you, Misty. Andy Cohen embarrassed Saf during his CNN New Year's Eve rant. Should Andy Cohen be fired? Ooh, 50-50. 50% of you have had enough of him. 50% of you love him. It's really difficult here. CNN knew what they were getting. They knew who they were hiring. He's Andy Cohen. You know what to expect here. Did he cross a line? Did he go a little bit more more crazy than normal? Yes. But I don't think it's a surprise that Andy Cohen is going to be outrageous. What is interesting here is I would understand if I'm Wolf Blitzer or Jake Tapper or one of their really serious political reporters, I don't want Andy Cohen to be the face of CNN. They claim that they are the most trusted name in news, interviewing presidents and world leaders. And yet for the last three days, all we've been talking about is drunk Andy Cohen, who doesn't even work for them. So I understand internally why some of the staff are a bit embarrassed. They do take their job very seriously over there. But I think they can lighten up. It was New Year's Eve. He went a little too far. What do you think, Miss D? Should he come back? Do you want to see him again or are you done? Well, they have 364 days to get over this, <laughs> yes. you yeah. know? Yeah, like you said, when you when you take Andy Cohen, you know that he's going to try to make uh, Anderson giggle, and he's going to say some things. The things he said were a little inappropriate. I think CNN has come out and said that they understand. However, Andy is always welcome back. Now, whether that'll happen or not, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Now it's time for our... Nicest of the day. Aww. Well, our nicest of the day is Willow Smith because she doesn't mind. Yeah, she doesn't mind her parents oversharing. But let's remember who her parents are. It's Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And we know that they've shared a lot about their lives. Remember a certain affair Jada had? I'm just saying. So Willow says, I feel I've always understood that my parents are their own people. She told this to The Independent. Now, the 21-year-old musician added, a lot of kids think of their parents like, your whole identity is for me. Mm. But seeing my parents in this lifestyle we had from a very young age, it was clear to me they weren't just my parents. They're full other people who have their own Emotions. We got to remember that about our parents. Yeah, it's really so important. So she's our nicest of the day. Yeah, it's so important. I used to think of my mom and dad as just my mom and dad. They were not people. They were my mom and dad. And I completely forgot that they were their own people. They're human beings. Let your parents, let your friends be themselves. And so this reminds us of that. You're our nicest of the day. And now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. So a young woman remembers Chris Knopf as a sleazy figure around New York. Holly, whose name has been changed to protect her privacy. She worked as a bartender at the Cutting Room, which is a venue we've been to, Misty. We went together. It's owned Mm -hmm. by Chris Knopf. And she said that she was working there and he grabbed her, put his hands on her, put his hands around her waist, even put his hands up her shirt. She said she was completely stunned by the behaviour but continued working there. She wanted the money, but she never spoke to him ever again. Now, when all the stories came out just a couple of days ago, she said that she suddenly remembered the incident again. I've seen Chris Knopf out and about in New York. Sleazy isn't a word. I would have used, but certainly he looked like he'd had one too many to drink, Misty. Have you ever bumped into him in New York? I have, actually. Um, This was many, many years ago, and um, I would just say our interaction was very kind of like professionally Mm. cordial. He didn't really say much. He kind of, I think he kind of looked me up and down and decided... 
you know, I'm not going to really talk to this person. So mm. that was it. Um, I would just say it's so I would think it's so challenging for these women to have those experiences, have put them down and forgotten about them or said it was just a moment that I don't want to remember. And now it's coming back and thinking about how it could have been so much more intense. And it mm-hmm. must just be such a, a challenging feeling or just a feeling that's so difficult to come to terms with. So I'm glad that these women are coming out and speaking their truth. Me. Even if it was just something that took a place in a second, it's still a violation. Me too. Uh, let's end the show with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. I want one. You've got one, Miss D. Mistakes will be made. Mistakes that you can learn from and ultimately be grateful for. However, the biggest mistake you could ever make in life is getting stuck. you got to keep moving forward. Think about that. You've got to keep moving forward. If you've made a mistake, and we all have, and you are reliving it every single day, this mistake has become your identity. This mistake has become who you are. That's a mistake. Let it go. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. And move on. Well, you've always said, Rob, that you should start each hour as if it's a new chapter in your life, Mm. like in your book, start a new chapter. We've actually just started a new year. So this is a perfect time to forgive yourself and make a list of all the things you want to accomplish. And don't worry about, oh, how am I going to get there? Or I can't do this because of that. The past is in the past. The future is unknown. You can only live in the present. And I say live with positive, amazing vibes of all the things you're going to accomplish in the next, what, 362 days? Amen, Misty. Well said. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, let me hear you singing along. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be... Nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with.